Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach and Nicole. I <laughs> I came in quicker this time. You did. You did. You did. I was just formulating what I was going to say. If you don't know by now, get to know because today's episode is going to be all about DC fandom. The event was a couple of days ago. Yes. Nicole and I have some had some time to kind of figure out our thoughts on everything. And we're just going to spend this whole episode discussing and fangirling and... Um, I'm still trying to accumulate what happened on Saturday. Oh, there was so much. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, though, Zach did watch the entire day. And I only watched, I think, four panels, I want to say. I think it was three or four. Um, I watched only, like, mostly all the movies, but... Yeah, I mean, they were honestly incredible. Some of them I wasn't expecting what happened. Others I kind of had a feeling that we were going to get something, just didn't know what it was. And honestly, I would say, like, three of them blew me out of the water. Mm. But, all right, so let's just start right off. Um, Wonder Woman 84 came on at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Um, 1 o'clock our time. Eastern time. Eastern time, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm still, I still don't know what time it came on, but, oh, it started at 1, 12, 11, 10, 10 a.m. <laughs> I just had to count backwards on my fingers, too, I'll admit. Um, so, opening remarks, thoughts, um, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um, you start. Okay. Um, wow. So, from what I remember, I didn't write anything down, because I was just taking it all in. Um, I would, I, I did expect for the main cast to be there. Um, genuinely, I forgot Pedro Pascal was in the film. Yeah, me too. Completely forgot. Um, I, I realized it kind of when I was watching it. Um, it was one of the best panels I've ever seen. The open, as an opener, and you can jump in whenever, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the best kickstart they could have yeah. had. I'm, I'm honestly very happy they started with Wonder Woman 84 because honestly I, I just feel like in general that whole cast is just so genuine I feel like pa- Patty Jenkins really knows the character of Wonder Woman I feel like her and the cast just work so well together um, I don't know why mm-hmm. I cried I did I, I think I, I texted you and I said um, yeah, like the first 10 minutes not even yeah not even just when Linda Carter came in which was I texted you in all caps Linda freaking Carter yeah. Um, it it just had so many emotions. Like you can tell that, like you can honestly tell when actors don't want to be at a panel. Like you can just tell, like the vibe they give off. But all of them gave off such like genuine. They were there for the fans. Gal Gadot was just honestly phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I I think I just cried because I was so happy just to finally be a part of a panel. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, we always talk about wanting to go to Comic-Con, all this stuff. Like, I want to go to Megacon in Orlando. But, um, honestly, Wonder Woman 84 was probably the best way to kickstart the, th- the fandom. We got teasers from them talking about the film. We got a little bit behind the scenes, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, they gave us a little, like, peek. And then the trailer, the second official trailer came out. And I was I was a little blown away. I was not expecting it. We finally saw Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you what did you think? No, like I, I agree with you. It was the it was a great way to kick off fandom, um, especially because of all the anticipation that 
you know, we didn't know what to expect coming in. Like, just the idea of virtual convention is just Because you, you really don't, like, we've never had anything like yeah, we've it. we've never so had we anything don't... like this. So we didn't know what I mean, we WizardCon, kind of, but I think they were completely virtual. They were obviously completely virtual this year. I just know, like, most cases they, they go to... They go to other yeah. states, but this, like, we didn't know how it was going to be, yeah. what was going to happen. I thought it was you we were going to have to click on different panels, but, like, I love the fact that it just kept going. I'm super glad it just went through. Like, you could just yes. stay on the same stream and watch the whole thing because I thought it was going to be that way, too. I thought I was going to have to choose. I thought I was going to have to choose as well. I really thought I was going to have to choose which, which And I was genuinely I ready to. to choose different panels against uh, each other. Well, but. Uh, backstory for the fans, I created a schedule for us to watch different yes. things. So I knew that if we have to make a choice, there were certain films and things that we wanted to watch just to make sure we had information to bring to which was also kind of why we made our top three lists last week i like in my head that's kind of why we made it also what we most anticipated but i was like okay if i have to choose obviously between batman and suicide squad i would go with batman in a heartbeat and then i would just watch suicide squad later on yeah but i'm really happy with how they did it um i definitely think this is going to it's at the bar high very high for a lot of things and it like and well, like I said to you before last week when we were on the phone with each other after fandom um mm-hmm. I think this is definitely we agreed this is definitely going to change how they do future panels we'll get to because that. We'll get I to that. that's at the oh, end okay yeah. that's we'll, later we'll okay that's later. okay later. We'll I that. haven't read the whole talk, thing we're going to talk about this whole thing but we're going to get to okay. that but back to um, all right um but I thought, like you said, the cast were amazing. They gelled. They, they even told us that they gelled together on set. So you felt that vibe, that connection between them and, and the, the humor that was there. Chris and Pine just, and Gal Gadot, I think they're secretly in love. They're secretly in love. <laughs> they're, they're dating. So, somewhere along Their the line. Their chemistry who, is. I, but I she, she was like married, I think. She's had, married, she was pregnant think, during and Wonder Woman. She, and, and last time, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know all the facts. I don't know all the facts. But great cast together. The second trailer was better than the first. Um, and I'm excited to see, uh, you know, Kirsten Wig as Cheetah. I'm excited to see Pedro Pascal's character. Um, I'm interested to, to see them evil. Character because I didn't, like you, like you, I didn't know he was even in the film. So to, to kind of get that. And the humor of, you know, Chris Pine's character dealing with the 1980s is going to be interesting. Um, but again, Patty Jenkins is another one of those directors who adores the material. Like, she's a fan. And, yes. And, and so she just has the ability to create whatever she wants because she genuinely loves the material. And I felt that and Venus Williams coming in her. was a crazy as well. I didn't expect that. Linda Carter coming <laughs> in was an even just bigger, bigger part of it. And I just that was generally why I sobbed. But it's like, also like they her, said, it's that passing of the speech, torch. Yeah. Yes, and her speech to Gal Gadot, pretty much anyone who missed it. Um, I mean Zach, if you want to say it, because I think I might chop it up. But it no, was it was sorry. it was. Um, She's pretty much telling her that her daughter had seen her as Wonder Woman. And she, she goes to her mother, Linda Carter, and says, Mom, I finally understand, like, why, like, who Wonder Woman is. Yeah. And it was something, but it was, it was so much better said by Linda Carter. And, I, and it, it 
like I think we genuinely like I cried like I sobbed yeah. because I was like I wow was close to that is like that was very genuine from yeah. Linda Carter to Gal Gadot and I'm like I- I'm pretty shocked Gal didn't like just start crying but mm-hmm. she was you could definitely tell she was very like Gal Gadot embodies Wonder Woman like I could not imagine anyone else in that role mm-hmm. I think it was very well casted I think honestly if if anything like I think she carried Justice League a lot her and um Batfleck <laughs> carried yeah. Justice League pretty I mean in my head because I, I saw how like strong-willed she was and well they are the big ticket I mean Henry Cavill didn't feature as much so you're kind of they're the like like for instance Jim Lee saying told us when he was talking about how he designed uh, fandom designed the the enclosures because all of the artwork in fandom is all Jim Lee creations. So wow. he was explaining that when he first had the idea for the Hall of Heroes, he did it inside um, the Justice League's uh, meeting place and had the Holy Trinity of characters. So that was Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. So yeah. even from his description there, you know, like those are the top three characters that people are always going. That's the for. top tier. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what did you think of the trailer for Wonder Woman? Okay, so I was anticipate. So going from the beginning, I was anticipating a trailer or a clip. So I, I kind of went in with the mindset. I was like, okay, we're gonna get something longer than two minutes. I think it's gonna be a two minute clip, or like along the lines. So. I definitely think it, it hooked me in more. I love that we saw more action sequences. I love that we got to see like her in the White House fighting, and um, I think it definitely. I think DC stepped up their game. I think this was definitely a the again. It was the best thing to start off with because we got something. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly had to rate it at least like a like nine and a half out of ten. I think just a half more. I, I think we got almost too much, but I'm glad we were given enough. You think we got too much? I almost think we were given too much just because, like, it, we don't know now when it's coming out. I, I'm okay. glad we got a reveal of Cheetah. Like, that's what we, okay. everyone has been waiting for. Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, was, it was amazing, though. Like, I can't debunk it in any way. I don't want to say it was too much. I think... We got. We're get, I definitely love that we're gonna see more of the backstory of her as young Diana. I love that um, we're getting. I forgot her last name. Robin. Who's the one who plays her mother? Her, she's a very famous actress. Robin Wright. Yeah, Robin Wright. I love that she's she's technically kind of back. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the trailer? Loved it. I, I exactly. I, like, I, I loved. I don't. I saw the first one and I liked the first one, but I think this one I yes. loved more because, like you said, it upped the ante. It was more action. It was more clips. It was it was explaining more about Barbara Minerva, um, who's Cheetah, and mm-hmm. you know expanding what Wonder Woman already did. And, and then that's what I did like. You saw some of the the. The humor from Chris Pine that I really appreciated, and um, yes, and also you saw the time of the eighties interfere a lot more with the uh, the characters and what's going on in the world. 
Because it's been, that, what, like 40 years yeah, since she since lost like him? Yeah, since World War II, yeah. So, so it was really cool to see that, and I think it, it, there's a lot to build from. Um, but yeah, like you said, solid cast. I really enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was really good, and it, it really kicked yeah. off the, the convention because you needed something big to kind of start this off. Something maybe not too huge, yeah. but something big enough that it's like, whoa, you know. And I felt like and again, there, one woman did that. There was nothing, and again, like there's nothing I can't do. I I can't debunk anything from the trailer. It's not that it was too much. I I just I don't know. It, it like it gave me so much, like, so much to look forward to for a film mm-hmm. because it looked so much more action packed. It looked like the first one was action packed, but this looked like it was upping the antics. Like you said, it's gonna really set the bar for a bunch of... Because it's supposed to be, like, the first DC film out, like... Yeah. It was supposed to be the first one out this year, but now who knows when it's going to come out. Um, I don't expect this film to kind of, I don't think they're going to put it straight to VOD. I think it's going to wait till come out to theaters, maybe once we get into Phase 2. But I, again, I think Wonder Woman was the best panel we could have started out with. I yeah. think they... They definitely set the bar high, and every everything after that, honestly, like, everything was really amazing um there was one weird panel but we'll talk about that later Mm, okay (laughs) um you watched the multiverse yes and i wish you did i was not in there for that i know i I wish you did because they 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 explained some stuff so again like i wrote some notes down while i was watching it so um it was called multiverse 101 with Jim Lee, Walter Hamada, who's like the president for DC Films, and Greg Berlanti, who's the DC film, DC TV shows. He's in charge of the DC TV shows. So they got to talking, and then they got to talking about Flash, the TV show, and then talking about the crossover episode with Grant Gustin and uh, Ezra Miller. And then Hamada goes, he, he talks about the Flash script, and he says that the fra- Flash script is leaning heavily into the multiverse idea. And he goes, is there a possibility we'll see a multiverse in DC films? Yes, the possibility is there. Yes, we, the answer is yes. So I'm like, holy shit, because like that changes everything and expounds everything. Um, he also explained that the Batman will be separate from the current canon, similar to the Joker, yes. which is what we kind of talked about and expected it to be. No, and we so, knew that, technically. Yeah, so we knew that. I was explaining this to Jill, too, because she was asking me the, like, the difference between everything, and yeah. I'm like, okay, the best way I can explain it is this way, right. and then this. So they but said I, that we won't be getting anything like Superman, Red Sun, or um, some of the other fan-favorite comic books to come out as, as films. But he did say that the idea of, you know, there being crossover films and characters from other universes coming to different universe, uh, you know, other universes, there's a strong possibility that we'll get that. But not, he said that we're going to be very careful about it because they don't want it to become a trend. And we just go to the theaters expecting to see multiple characters. They're kind of planning specific crossovers, a la Marvel. You know, you're planning specific so times what, where characters meet each other and then build a bigger story off that. So my assumption, you can correct me if I'm wrong, so my assumption would be, like, maybe in the next couple years... I mean, the, the first thing I thought of when, I, when, I, when you told me about it was the, the crossover with... Um, 
uh, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton coming in. I feel like that's the like Flash? the introduction of the multiverse. Yeah, for yeah. the Flash film. Yeah. Which is kind of what I assume would happen um, as they do the multiverse. I would love to see Grant Gustin come into a film because they kept that a secret. Like I've, I've said every podcast, they kept Ezra Miller a secret. Um, and fun fact, multiverse, they talked about um, how Ezra Miller wasn't even named the Flash until he yeah. was in. That was crazy. Yeah. That was a that's something I missed from Multiverse Two, I think. But I mean, I love my multiverses. It's gonna be really interesting to see how DC pulls it off the next few years, because like we'll get to Black Adam eventually, but you know there's elements of Black Adam that could then expand on. Oh yeah. Other and he shows said that there's, the series, there's so. like shockers that we haven't heard of. Like uh, he was, they, I heard him static say that shock, in the podcast. Static shock. We're getting a static shock film. It's in the works as well. They explained. So that's huge for I have no idea static is, shock but. fans. Oh man, I don't I even have you, time I'm not to keen on discuss it with you. I know we gotta I'm swiftly not too keen move on forward. DC, but okay, that's fine. Um, oh, also we got. Fl- oh yeah, let's go to Flash. I, what? What? No, no, no. I I read the wrong note. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got ahead of myself. BTS of us. <laughs> um, okay, so not much I can say about Flash because I haven't really watched. I know they they're going into season seven. I did see the trailer. Um, no, I this think is the film. Going... Flash. Oh, oh my god! I read that as a TV show. Oh, go taco. Anyways, but y'all watch the show. It's really good up to like, I watched up to like season like four, I think. And then I lost in Treasure Five, but no, four. Um, Flash TV, Flash movie. I mean, there. what much is there to say? Like, I honestly don't know. I, I think I'm excited. I mean, I didn't know like Batfleck was coming back. Mm. I kind of wish that they had saved that for... I don't know how it, how it came out. Like, I think people attacked whoever said it because when they, when it came out, someone goes, y'all really don't want to wait two more days, did you? <laughs> and I absolutely lost it. <laughs> I'm reading it because I think I sent it. I was at work and I sent it to you and I go, bruh. And you're like, I know. <laughs> I mean, I think the only thing I have to say is it just got a whole lot more interesting. It's... It's going to be a proper send-off to Ben Affleck's character, because that's something we talked about. And I think bringing in Michael Keaton, I'm interested. I'm kind of, like, well, in between. The panel itself was... Eh. Was it, it was pre-recorded, wasn't it? Yeah. It was... It was... It was okay. Uh, I love the fact you can that tell, we got I will, more attention on the screenwriter because I believe the screenwriter is very important and sometimes that individual doesn't get a lot of credit. Um, and the I'm fact that they have been rewriting in, this script. Sorry, what was that? They've been rewriting it for like three years. They've yeah. been rewriting the script for like three years. For like three years. So, and Ezra Miller even offered to step in. <laughs> there was that. And then I think considering public perception around Ezra Miller right now and just his personal issue I'm not gonna like yeah. talk about it but considering that no, yeah. you had a lot of hype towards Ezra from like everybody in the panel they were just explaining how Ezra is like the right role the right person to play this role and 
although that's okay. Considering that this is pre-recorded, <laughs> it just felt so off considering everything. Like, I understand supporting your main actor and, um, you know, standing behind the material. But you do have a social responsibility <laughs> in those times to speak out and say something and i felt like they missed the opportunity i know like daniel rickman was was on twitter tweeting before and he was saying you know he hopes that ezra talks about the allegations um in his opening speech he never did so now it was just like uh, By him not saying anything, that's saying a whole lot about him. Yeah, it's like his character. Uh, but what's even better is side note, relating to Warner Brothers though, because it relates to Ezra Miller. Um, I think literally the day before DC Fandom, they announced that they're going to start the third Fantastic Beast next month. Mm-hmm. So that raises more questions because we have Johnny Depp in both. He's in Fantastic Beasts. No, Johnny Depp isn't in DC. Um, but they have al- there's allegations against Johnny Depp. We have Ezra Miller, who's in both, and like obviously they're gonna start recording. Like per- they could start Flash. We don't know a production date, but they could start filming it anytime at the end of this year or sometime next year. Um, and then what was oh, who was the third one? There was three people. Oh, Jude Law. Jude Law is starting. Isn't he starting Peter Pan and Wendy? Pan and Wendy. Girl, we recorded I have no on idea. this like two episodes ago. I know, but like I said, I do I don't care about Peter Pan. It, I know. It's just, I don't. I don't care. You don't care about Fantastic. Everyone. Oh my god. I gosh. care about Fantastic Beasts, but like I don't know. You should see Twitter. I don't even think that's gonna be a thing. Like uh, there's so Twitter many issues it. with that by itself. That. But that's what I'm saying. Like there's it. three main actors. Yeah. Who and like Eddie Redmayne? I don't even think Eddie Redmayne wants to be a part of it anymore because he has issues against J.K. Rowling. Yeah. So. Like, so there's just like ever like, my whole point was that on Twitter Friday was going in a frenzy because they announced it was starting to film next month, and everyone literally even said like who even actually watches these films, yeah. which I honestly do like I get excited for them, but at the same time with all this bad juju going around the film, like it could end up honestly almost like a New Mutants. Where it like has a has dates coming out, but it's not gonna come out. Like it was I, supposed to come out this year. I think someone's gonna be smart and just say, you know what, this was a fun run. Let's just scrap this because it's really not worth it. And and but like especially last... now with the fact that you know as fans we have so much power in like buying power. If we put our money towards something, we can change things. Or if we say we don't, but you know J.K. Rowling's gonna push it. Of course she is, but she's, she's gonna, gonna push be like, it she no, wants. this is if, my. If fifty exactly. percent of our fan base is no longer messing with her, then how? Then the film's gonna be a bomb. It doesn't matter what she wants. It really, it really doesn't. But let's <laughs> I, get back I to fandom because we got yeah, so much sorry. to cover. I just had to. I had to put that on the side note. Oh my god. Okay, the Suicide Squad because wait this was before my... we get to Suicide Squad. So we also got god, concept art for Flash. Uh, for Flash's suit. Oh, we did. Did, did you see we the did. suit? We did. Isn't it more solidified? Because before it was kind of like shiny, but now yeah, it kind of reminds me of Grant shiny. Gustin's. It looks more like Grant Gustin's. It's it's okay, good because that's like the more relate. 
like the comic books. It relates more they to the have, comics. Like energy beams going through it to show like he's always using energy, which is cool. But I guarantee you, his original suit was to show that like he built it because yeah. of how he is. But I guarantee you, what if? Oh my God! What if like Ben Affleck's character like passes him the suit and says, "Okay, you need something better." They, like that's that's what they said. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that's what they said. Like, yeah, this is a suit design. Genuinely, I did not know that. Yeah, that's what they I, said. You can tell I had no idea that happened because I just made that shit up on the spot. Oh I, I honestly, oh my god, so I kill myself. Flash is gonna be um, a time travel story, um, and uh, I expect nothing they, less. They hinted at the possibility of an expanded universe. Thoughts? I, I, okay. The only thing I have to say, genuinely, about that is that I, this was expected. If you, if I hear of like a flash film, I'm gonna think of because just because I watch the show too, the multiverse is like huge in the flash show, like yeah. huge, and they always like cross characters all the time, like at least a couple episodes in every season, and they always have crossovers, so. I'm not shocked, only because I kind of expected this with the Flash film. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they did shock us with other, like, characters coming in. Mm-hmm. Even though they haven't announced it, and, like, I don't know if they'll, they'll ever announce something like that with this film. But I think that, I, I genuinely think we'll get, like, a cameo or two from other DC characters with him going in and out of time. Like, yeah. especially if we have Michael Keaton's character make an appearance, like, it was inevitable for it to be a time travel movie so like it's a part like you're saying the possibility of them kind of recreating flash of two worlds with uh grant gustin's flash and ezra miller's flash i was gonna say don't tell me that they announced this too (laughs) no they didn't announce it but it's it's (laughs) just they're just kind of hinting at the possibility of doing it um, well, I guarantee you, because it got so much praise, like all everyone yeah. on Twitter, what they were talking about was that. So I wouldn't be shocked if they're like, okay, now let's bring him in this one, but keep it because it was kept a secret. Like none of the cast knew, only like a couple crew members and the director of the Flash show knew Ezra Miller was coming on set. Like the right. cast members tweeted at Grant Gustin saying, "No idea." But I mean, what do you think? I'm I'm just excited for a decent Flash movie. I that's all I want. The character needs justice, and uh, obviously needs a facelift, because I feel like every character's kind of had a facelift in the in recent memory, besides Flash. And I, so I think it's I think about it'll to... open up so many opportunities, so many, like it'll just make so much more sense in the future instead of us saying like how did he how did they get here, yeah. So I think it'll honestly be a, a good and it ha- i hope they just don't botch it like that's the only thing i hope they don't honestly like- though i we'll talk about this at the end but i have genuine faith with dc right now i this this no, event I has solidified everything for me yes i agree um <laughs> all right suicide squad time yeah, finally. um i was in the middle of a hangout and I just said okay guys sorry I have to turn on the suicide squad and I turned my personal hotspot on and I straight up watched like most of the panel um I I thought it was interesting 
Um, we opened up on James Gunn, and then all this stuff happened. Like, he, he's answering a couple questions, and then, like, all of them pop up. And I love how – I didn't even know before that we didn't know who was playing who, other than, like, Harley Quinn um, or Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, and Joel Kerman. Um, I love how they introduced the characters. Yeah. I thought it was great. It was – it reminded me of a comic book. Um and you said they were original characters. So yeah. does that mean like he made them up? No. He went back to the through the archives of old comic books and pulled out Oh, and he made up like the the Brit like the very original, original ones. Original Suicide Squad comic books and he pulled those characters and he's using those characters. And That's and just some cool. obscure characters that fan some fans if you're like you just care about the movies, you wouldn't have heard of. But um the fact the the list is extensive. So we're getting King Shark, Savant, Polkadot Man, Weasel, The Thinker, Blackguard, TDK, The Peacemaker, Javelin, Mongol, and Ratcatcher too. As additional characters to Bloodsport and and uh, is it Blood was it Bloodsport Idris Elba's character? It's Bloodsport. Bloodsport yeah. and and Harley Quinn, and obviously Flag and I, Amanda Waller. I will say. What, okay, so you start off with your thoughts. I liked the announcement for the characters. I thought that was really, really cool. Like you said, it was like sort of comic booky. Uh, it felt like James Gunn understands the Suicide Squad, and he he's obviously gonna have a lot of fun. He was explaining that the explosions and action in this movie is more than in any of his last films combined especially for like his Marvel work for Guardians of the Galaxy. So we're expecting big explosions. It's going to be a, a fun action movie. They were kind of hinting towards. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see characters that we haven't seen in a long time on screen and also just kind of expanding the universe and hopefully kind of making people go back to read comic books. And I know definitely after this event, I want to pick up few more comic books um but i don't know i i wish we had a trailer and we don't that was gonna be my next thing we just have a Um, we have just like a behind the scenes and i thought that was kind of weak but then again he probably doesn't have anything considering honestly though um they they stopped filming they finished back in I want to say March. I think they, they had finished, or no, February. They finished right before because they started They started filming. This was what I told Katie because she was confused on the timeline a little bit. Um, they finished, she finished filming Harley Quinn. And I think not even a month later in 20, I want to say 18. 2018, she, they started filming um, The Suicide Squad. I think that took up all of like almost last year. Mm-hmm. I think they only, I think they stopped, no. Yeah, 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 I'm messing up the, the, the years. But anyway, so they just, they stopped filming, like, literally this February, like, right before um, everything happened with COVID. So I think because of that, like, he even, I think he even said, like, he's been able to still work on things. Yeah. But no, I don't think, as much as they could. So, I mean, honestly, with what we were given, I'm grateful and I'm thankful that we were able to see some kind of behind the scenes. I do agree that it was kind of weak. Like, I almost wish we, he would have saved that 
Well, actually, For, like, I think he's trailer? finished it. I think he finished the movie. He's in the editing room right now. I think that's what he was saying. And as yeah, a he result, said that there's still editing loves, going on. Yeah, he says he loves what he has. It's a beautiful movie, he was saying. He says that they'll all be very excited right. to see it. He just um, doesn't have anything to give us, which... We still have to wait until next August. I still feel it's kind of weak, but then again, I think he's... I want to say he's like waiting until theaters open. Well, yes, but I also think he's trusting in the fact that his name means a lot and we should all trust him that it's going to be okay. It's going to come out in you know, like a really good movie. Um, so he's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really need to show you guys a trailer because no, I didn't really have trailers for like Guardians of the Galaxy and that was a smash. And, you know, he's kind of like, it's, it's going to be okay. We're going to be fine. But again, yeah. Again, I'm I'm satisfied with what we were given. Again, um, but again, this is another instance, and it makes you want more. It makes you want more. But it this does. is like another instance of why I, I trust DC so much because this is like another director who's a fan, who loves the material, and, and really wants to do right by it. So that's why I'm excited. Snyder cut. What? We have to talk Bless about you? Snyder cut. Because oh, you said Snyder cut. I thought you said Sonatica. Yeah, I was like, Snydica. the hell is a Sonatica? <laughs> no, I, cut. I didn't hear the Snyder cut. All right, Snyder cut. Um, you go first. It got released six hours early. <laughs> okay, so this was okay. I'll because I know you have a lot to say, but yeah. the only thing I'm gonna say is. We were waiting for this trailer for what since they announced at the beginning of the year. We knew it was going to come out during just the whatever the the freaking panel. Oh my god! I remember I texted you and I was like I couldn't find it anywhere. Genuinely, like it, it wasn't on Twitter from who I saw, and then like I was reading and then finally someone posted it in a comment. So I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'm going to yeah. watch it because I don't think I can wait. Like. Whatever. I'm, I'm not anticipating it as much as I'm anticipating something else. So, I watched it. And I'm going to be honest, brutally honest, I was very underwhelmed. Like, <laughs> genuinely, like, I watched it and I expected, like, I don't know. Not a tease, but I just, I really, like, okay, this trailer he gave us way too much. Because there was so much plot going on. And I couldn't, like, keep up with it because, like, they were going here and then they went here and then they went over here. And I was like, I'm like, wait, who am I, like, where am I paying attention to? Like, there's, there was so much going on that I was just like, I wasn't excited for it. It was more just like I'm, at this point, I'm like, okay, we got it. So now what do I do with this information? Mm. Like, that's only, that's what I've been waiting to tell you. I was like, oh, my God, I'm just so underwhelmed because there was so much going on in, like, a two and a half minute trailer that... Yeah. It opened strong, I'll admit. It opened kind of strong. I was like, okay. There were some scenes that I was like, all right, I'm feeling it. And then there were others towards the middle. I was kind of like, it seems as though he just meshed up so many clips. Yeah. And he didn't, like, take the time to really review it when it got put out. That's how it came off to me. And I could be wrong. But I just, I didn't. No, I I think... (laughs) I think it was a brain dump. I yes. I think he dumped everything that he felt would be interesting, new scenes, new angles to what was in Justice League that he wanted to be there but didn't have. But and it was too much, I think, 
No, like, it was too much. But I think I genuinely again, think he was trying so hard to get something out, and he was like, "Okay, this is what the fans want." But like, I would have rather. It just seemed like there's so many plots in the film that like I don't know what's gonna like genuinely what the movie's about anymore. I I think it was more of he knows how hyped it is, and he knows that people are looking at it. So he gave us like the most beautiful shots. Like I can't deny like the oh, shots. Oh yeah, 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 definitely colorful and, and and amazing to look at. They're beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was just a lot. There was no real story to the trailer. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I got anything more out of it than what the original Justice League movie gave me. Um, kind of felt like he was just like throwing a like you said, like throwing just new scenes around, and he said, "Here's a trailer." With a bunch of new scenes that yeah, y'all haven't seen before. I, one really great part is we got the reveal of Iris West. Um, yes. Which was really cool. Um, and he also So I like that there in, was a storyline there. Yeah. And he explained in the panel that in, in Justice League, we're going to see a new power for Flash. And he hinted that Flash's ability to pass through time. So I think this is going to be like a common thread moving forward as this is because really this is going to be the key to opening up the multiverse but he talks about we are seeing Flash in a new light in in Justice League Um, so maybe that so go ahead all over the panel I was at the panel was okay but kind of sucked Um, but it was cool to see him you sent me a picture I think thank the influencers who made it possible I thought that was cool but I was I was like, dude, you know what we're here for? Like, give us the trailer. Like, give us something. <laughs> You're like, more just like, give it to us. As much as I care about the people who made this happen, give us the trailer. That's why we're here. And then when we got it, I was kind of like, mm. and then like we're gonna talk about the leaks as well later. But it was. Did you watch it the was, trailer it was a time, lot, or did you wait? Was... Did you wait for the Justice League trailer like during the panel, or did you watch ahead of time like I did? I think I watched ahead of time. Because I found Cause it by accident. that's what I did. I found it by accident. And I was like... I was you texted me because I didn't know it came out. Because I was off Twitter all day. And I only went on Twitter to tweet about um, Wonder Woman. And then I was off of it. And then you texted me beforehand. And I, and I said... Or you said, oh, Justice League got leaked. And I was like, no, it didn't. And then I went on and everyone's like talking about it. And I just said, oh, shit. Oh, okay, boy. cool. Let me... Stupid. But I watched it. I mean, honestly, though, I will say I think it's going to... I I am excited for the Snyder Cut. I just think the trailer... I, I really want to see another trailer for it. Like, I want to see something more like showing me... I like the lineup of them. I did. If I was a huge Justice League fan, I would have been psyched to see all them standing in the line like they yeah. were. I mean, it was it was very hyped. I, I'll admit I just, I wasn't like... The issue, I think, is the song. I think that's a lot of people's issue, is the song. He used Hallelujah, which which is a a slow song, one. Two, if you haven't seen Shrek 2, I don't know. (laughs) Like, that song is synonymous with Shrek, for me. And so, it was just a little slow, like... Compared to all the other trailers that were kind of fast-paced and it was like an action kind of theme song, it was kind of eh. Um, and maybe this is just like still my personal disdain for Zack Snyder, but I was like you were kind of underwhelmed by <laughs> the trailer. Um, but he revealed that 
The Justice League will be a mini-series in four parts, each episode an hour long, to fill out the four-hour runtime, and that it will be available outside of HBO Max at a later date. He's working on that happening. So you can watch the full four hours if you want to. But Jesus. <laughs> I think that this is going to make it very interesting. Because... As so it's gonna release it one one at a time, or is maybe, it gonna like all just go out? Or maybe it's binging, or maybe I hope it's kind of like the Mandalorian, where it's like every like a single day a week we get a new episode to kind of binge. I hope that's how it goes. But where I think this is gonna be good, like we just discussed, sometimes Zack Snyder is such a visual director, you get lost in what you're supposed to look at. I don't think our eyes can deal with four hours the whole way out. So I think compressing it into individual episodes is going to be really beneficial for him because he gets the kind of pack all the action action within an hour. And we watch it for the hour and we're like, whoa, that was cool. And then we get to digest that and then get to the second episode rather than kind of throwing this this magnum opus in our face and, and... letting us figure it out by ourselves. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be better honestly for people to to enjoy and digest and if you want to be that fan who just binges the whole thing, you can do that and if you kind of want to watch it episodically, you can do that. I think this medium's going to work really well for him. So I'm excited by it. a lot of people aren't so into the idea of the mini series, but I generally think it's going to be a good idea. No, I agree with you. Um, that was something else I was gonna say too, but I forgot about it. Um, I think it's more. It's gonna be more beneficial. I agree with you. I think it's going to um, give. It'll give people a break because I mean, for one, I probably would have watched it in like a probably four day time span because I don't even have that much time during the week, let alone a weekend. So I think like it took me. It took me like two or three. It took me generally like three to four days to watch. Um, what was Interstellar? It took me literally four days because I just couldn't sit through the whole thing. So I think it's a good thing that we're gonna get an hour at a time. I mean, honestly, maybe if I watch an hour, I'm gonna be like, okay, no, I want another hour now. So mm. it just depends on how much you can take. Um, but I think it's smart. I agree with you absolutely. I think it's a genius idea for him to do, and maybe other directors in the future will do the same thing maybe they'll realize okay i can make a four to five hour film and i'll just talk to hbo max i'll talk to netflix or talk to somebody and see how like what kind of deal i can make to put out a movie like maybe he'll set a trend well also i don't that know was, like, i don't know about you but i've just been seeing a lot more successful limited series or mini series than anything yes. in the last couple of years i think specifically within last year and this year just the amount of miniseries that they have been has been huge and I think doing it that way kind of puts his film into the Emmy category yes so maybe if if he's like hey if I don't win an Oscar for the full thing maybe I have the ability to win an Emmy out of it who knows I don't think it's that's think, how he's thinking about it, but I also think it's just better for HBO Max 
because it keeps no, eyes on the platform and the more longer we spend on the platform the more money they generate so it just makes sense to do it that and way and also sometimes sometimes when a show like a Netflix show or anything like drags on too long like when they can go when they go like more than 5 seasons sometimes like the viewers get bored like yeah. i know with game of thrones a lot of like the fans were still dedicated but they were kind of like after i think like season 4 or 5 they were kind of like okay like what's going on because the books ended so they're like okay what what's coming on next and i knew a lot of people were st- were telling me after like season 4 they just couldn't watch it anymore so i think it's it's definitely more beneficial to do like a limited series um which I agree because, it, again, like, some shows drag out. And then at that point, like, they lose the fans. Mm-hmm. So I know, like, one of my shows is ending now. Like, it wasn't, like, a fan thing, but it was just, the direct, like, the creator saying, okay, we're on season seven. I'm going to stop it while it's hot. I don't want to keep going and then have lose fans along the way. Like, I want to stop while I'm still, while it's still doing good. Yeah. So I, I, I respect when when creators and showrunners are like, okay, let's just end it now while it's um while it's still going good. Yeah. Um Black Adam, I was not home in time to watch this, so I know I was reading Twitter and I was getting your texts. Um Ooh. we did get announcements about the JSA, which we kinda which we already knew was happening. Um there were rumors. It was rumors. But he we, yeah. he confirmed it. Um, I'm really glad I did watch Stargirl though because Stargirl was based this season one was based off the JSA and the ISA mm-hmm. so the ISA was their um, the antagonist the Injustice Society and then the Justice Society America was made up of Stargirl Dr. Midnight um, Hourglass Man a couple of them so I mean and who did they? Who were they announced? It was Hawkman. Hawkman, Doctor Fate, Cyclone, and Atom Smasher. Cyclone isn't. Oh no, we're, I'm thinking of is it Cyclone or Cyclops? Is an I'm not going to burn. Cyclops that. is X Men. Okay, this is strictly DC. This episode. <laughs> I've been doing good so far, haven't I? You have been doing good. I know. I'm trying to practice for my when I lose that bet. Um, <laughs> I have no faith. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I'm actually generally excited for Black Adam. I mean, this has been in production for, I think, not even in production. It's been like a thought for maybe four years or three years. It was announced, I think, in 2017 or 2018. And I think from what I heard, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been talking about making a Black Adam film for years. Yeah. And finally... Um, we got the announcement a couple years ago, and then now, like, it's officially on the roll. We have Noah Centineo playing Adam Smasher, so he's pretty much, like, starring alongside him, which will be an awesome role for him. It'll give him a chance outside of his rom- com- romantic comedies. Um, what are your thoughts? Are you excited? Are you... I'm excited. Uh, I... I thought The Rock was a great casting, um, and a fan brought up whether Black Adam is going to be a ruthless judge, the way he is in the comics, where he's like the keeper of justice, but it's his justice, and and 
kind of playing that anti-hero role and rock was like yeah i'm we're sticking to the comic books we're not deviating from that um and that's what makes black adam an interesting character and that's kind of what drew the rock to black adam in the first place um the jc confirmation was huge he also explained about hawk girl later on that he wanted to bring her in but I guess contracts or something kind of preventing it from happening. It's a long story, but I guess in time he'll explain what happened there. I, I I'm excited for it. The 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 idea is huge. I think it sets a lot of things off. Um, it's gonna set so much storyline up. We could probably yeah. honestly in the future we'll probably get a JSA film of its own after they're introduced. Maybe we'll get more and more characters. Um, I mean, since the Justice League was introduced, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think, gotta get this while it's rolling. Um, I think with the Justice League, I think with Zack Snyder putting out his version, I think we'll start to get more, I think, we'll start to get more members. We'll start to bring in more characters, and that'll finally lead up to a, a bigger film one day. But I think you have to start somewhere. Um, even if we get a few JSA members, we're still going to create this whole village mm-hmm. to bring together one day. And I think I, I'm excited because I love the JSA and Stargirl. I think that was one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Um, and wasn't there rumor that, I mean, isn't there like a Superman rumor with it? Didn't he hint uh, he, at a Superman? He kind of joked at the idea of Black Adam and Superman going head to head. Um, but but he didn't even say if it was for this film or if it's in the future. Like he didn't. Yeah, he kind of hinted at it happening in the future, but you know, people think there's a possibility it could happen now. Um, it's just a very unclear statement, so it could mean anything. Um, but we'll see what happens. But yeah. again, that's why I'm so excited about fandom. It's just set some things up that we didn't think could be possible. That now and obviously we didn't get much from possible. it. Um, but I mean, Shazam, I do kind of want to mention quickly. Um, yeah, that was the weirdest freaking panel I've ever seen before. I think they just kind of okay. I don't want to talk bad, but no, I'm go gonna ahead. be a little sassy. I'm gonna be a little sassy towards it a little bit. Um, I think they just needed uh, like to fill in like a 10-minute space because it literally was only 10 minutes. I think they were like, okay, let's bring Shazam in. You can, you can obviously tell it was pre-recorded. Um, at least I thought it was pre-recorded. They brought in a few characters. Um, we got Sinbad news. I don't even know if that's real or not. Um, I guess real. we got Sinbad casting for the yeah. sequel. Um, we got the director in at the last like couple minutes. We got a title, which was pretty cool. Um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Um, but genuinely, I think they were just trying to fill 10 minutes because it was just very weird. I disagree. You disagree? Okay. Yeah, I disagree. But I don't think, I don't think it was well done. No, I, because, okay, yeah, I agree with that. Because I... I Again, like, as I can relieve, I was like, you know, I can't say squat about squat. Like, he can't talk about anything because, you know, he they weren't sure in the beginning. And then I, I guess it was like a game. But it, at, at this, I mean, it's fandom, right? So you have to have your shit together. Like, you can't go in there being like, well, I can't say anything about anything. It's like, no, you have to say something. That's why we're here. We want you to say something. I, so I almost wish that we had gotten like an accidental slip up. 
Like, I guess Sinbad casting and the the title was kind... I mean, the title really wasn't a slip-up, but I think, like... No. The Sinbad you know, casting I, I was hilarious. I'm so happy that was really that funny. happened. I'm so happy that that's happened. If, is it if, bad? I kind of don't remember who Sinbad is. Sinbad is a comedian. Uh, do you remember Jingle All the Way, the uh, movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and uh, where he oh, yeah, becomes yeah. the toy? Yeah. So... Yeah. Sinbad, back in the... This is so funny. This is a funny story. So if you don't know, I'm going to explain the story, why this is hilarious. But back in the day, everyone thought Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam or Kazam. They don't know which one. Oh. And there is there is popular <laughs> conjecture. Nobody knows what the movie is about. But they believe there there was like marketing material with his face on it that you you can find online and things like that so there's like this, this idea that it was, there was a film called shazam that he was in that never made it and so he keeps denying it and everyone keeps believing it's real so finally sinbad isn't a shazam movie it's just is that why he kept saying is it yeah, shazam or shazam i don't care if it's shazam or kazam why. i'm here I'm in the movie so everyone can stop talking I think about that's it and i was why. like that was hilarious I think that's why, because I was so confused during it. I was like, what the hell is Kazam? Um, but, okay, so now I get it. But, like, when yeah. I'm watching the panel, that's why I thought it was a filler, because I was like, I, this, this, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, you, you made a good point. Like, they do say, like, they can't say much. So, I guess, like, maybe they asked them to do it, and then they were like, okay, well, we can't well, say much, but we'll mess around for ten minutes. That's my thing. Was it Was it that where they told them, hey, there's nothing you can say? And they kind of had to... Probably contractually obligated. Probably the director maybe, said, okay, I don't want anything out was it yet. planned? Maybe it was planned. Maybe oh, they were like, planned. we have the title, we have the new casting, we know we're going to know what it is. We're not going to say everything, but this kind of awkward, not sure what we're doing thing was planned. And you watched it for the first time right after... I didn't, I w- actually. I didn't get to oh, see it. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, I, didn't get to see I mean, it. honestly, it's one of my top three favorite DC films. So I've I seen think the beginning, it's... but I kind of gave up on it after a while. Honestly, um, when I was watching like the clip of it, when they showed like him, like when they said, "You know his name, Shazam," and then he appeared, I was like, oh, "I miss watching that film." But it it was it's a good film. Um, oh, my favorite part of this podcast, the Batman. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Do you want to go first? <laughs> or do you want me to go first on this? <laughs> I kind of don't want you to go first because I know this is going to go very quickly, but I all right. I want you to get all the words I you actually can I'll, right go now. I'll go first. I'll go okay, first. Yes. I'll go first. I'll go first. So, I'll, I'll try not to interrupt. <laughs> so the panel starts and we have like an interview with Matt Reeves, which by the way, was one of the most impressive, one, eloquent... One of the best interviews. One of the best interviews I think I've ever seen. And and it Same. was so clear from the get-go that this guy loves the Batman and knows what he's doing. Knows, like, super educated. He knew everything. He was calling back old comic books. He was discussing it. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. He then gave his co-sign of Robert Pattinson as an actor, which I... Uh, Fully deserved, and I'm glad that he did that to kind of dispel the rumors yeah, of people did. feeling like, oh, why would you pick him to be the Batman? Um, 
But I was so impressed with Matt Reeves' interview just to kick off and, and felt so pleased knowing that the material was in his hands just by the way he was answering questions and, and, and talking about everything that I was like, no, this is going to be a really good movie. So we also had Rob Hans in the beginning. He kind of have gave like a brief introduction Ugh. of, of uh, you know, what he's doing <laughs> and everything and how everything's been going. Um, but the big thing on my mind was, are we getting a trailer? That's all I cared about going into that. Are we getting and a trailer? And I'll admit... I was wrong. You said we weren't. I knew we will. <laughs> I I believed in Matt Reeves. <laughs> and I was so happy. Honestly, I've been it. wrong about every prediction since episode one. So I'm not going to make any more bets or predictions. That's not really a good idea. <laughs> but I'm too cocky that I'm like, you know what? Dude, this, this trailer. All right, before we give trailer reaction. Okay. I want to give my okay, intake true, first. True, true. Okay, because I just because I think the trailer is like the bigger part of it, not the bigger part of it, but um, Matt Roos did amazing. So before we get to the trailer, I wanted to give my intake on the whole like leading up to it. Um, so backstory: obviously, the Batman was my first and foremost pick for the entire day. I was pumped for it, all that stuff. Me and Zach picked it last episode, all that. So, I was, I, 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 okay, I was sweating bullets. I was fucking ready for this, and, te- like, whatever, censor that. I was ready for this panel. My dad sent him with me, and I said, I said, Dad, we gotta wash this panel. It's Batman. He goes, isn't there a bunch of those out already? And I said, you're right. So, Robert Pattinson opens up, and I flip my shit. I text Zach, and I said, I said, here we go. I said, let's fucking go. My babe is on. I'm okay. So he opens up, and then the tweets about him were just, oh, my God. I was cracking up. Someone said, well, obviously he just rolled out of bed to give this this five-second interview. It's <laughs> five-second intro. Um, I agree with you absolutely. Matt Reeves sounded like he knew exactly what he was doing. We know the Batman is in amazing hands. Um, I love that he, like, talked to Zack Snyder. I love that he mentioned that Robert Pattinson had talked to Christian Bale about the role. Because mm-hmm. I kind of found like that was I, I that was something I was wondering too, if he had spoken to him or if he'd spoken to Ben Affleck and or like gotten any advice from any previous Batmans. And it was amazing to hear that Robert Pattinson reached out and they talked. I think the way he speaks about the cast, how he individually talked about each character and said, Okay, they're all in the beginning stages so that way we kind of don't go into it like if i would have gone into it and seen selena kyle's art well we're gonna save that for the trailer reaction but i think him talking about each character and how they're starting out and how they're it's like their beginning stages i think that was perfect because he didn't give us too much or too little he gave us just the right amount to be like okay this film is going to be something special this is kind of kind of be like this is a rated r film i think um, or we don't know the rating yet, but mm-hmm. I think it's almost leading there. Um, there's already not Oscar buzz, but people are saying that they wouldn't be surprised if this DC was the next nominated Oscar for um, makeup, all that stuff. Uh, Matt, there was I've never seen more positive reviews about an interview 
Twitter was going crazy about Matt Reeves. They said, honestly, the way I could... Li- Someone even said, like, can we just make a two-hour thing about Matt Reeves talking about Batman? Yeah. He answered each question like he was ready for it. Like, he knew, like... It, it's almost as if, like, he had prepped for this his whole life. Like, he was ready for these answers. He already had them. He knew, like, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to talk about. Um, it, it, just, like, the way he answered it was just so prestigious. It was so on task like he didn't stutter he didn't he like his hand movements i was dying his hand movements like he was just talking with his he was talking with his body like yeah. he knew you could tell the passion he had for it and how he said okay we only have 25 percent done but the way he praises robert pattinson like i've never like i've seen directors praise their lead actors but the way he talked about him he said okay we we designed the Batmobile took a year. The Batman suit took a year. We wanted to get it right. All the costumes like Rob had a say in what like how his costume. He also had an input. Like it's good to know like the characters are also taking it seriously. So I mean I think the biggest thing I took away from that was just that Matt Reeves like he knows his shit. Yeah. He knows what he's going into. He already has this like my I think the best thing I I took away from it. And I told you, I think I texted you this was that the way he spoke about filming the Batman was that it's getting inside of his mind and it's him versus Beast, I think is what he said. It's like him versus, like, we're getting the investigator side of things. Yeah. He's not a killer. He's wanting to bring them to justice. Unlike, he, yeah, he made it clear that this is going to be a detective noir. Like, it's his beat. When he starts down, everybody on Twitter was freaking out, yeah. saying, yes, like, this is what we need to see. We need we, to see his beginning stages. We No, but we've been missing that element of Batman for a long time. Like, Christian because Bale, Batman's we got just not, him. Batman's not just, like, a superhero who beats bad guys up. Batman's a detective. Like, he's actively helping the police solve crimes because he is a regular yes. guy. So. He, We've never had that aspect of Batman actually doing investigation and looking at and being at the crime scene and just all of those things that you would expect from Batman that you get from like the Arkham games that you never really got out of the movies. So I'm glad that he was like, no, I'm not making it fantastical like the other movies. I'm grounding it in a reality and I'm grounding it with the concept that this is a guy, very young, starting out, but the main you know, important crux of everything is the fact that he's a detective and he's solving but he even crimes. Point, and he points out, he's like, Batman doesn't have superpowers. He yeah. has a cape, but he's the he's a cape crusader. Like, he, this is his task. This is his job. Like, this is how he starts out. And honestly, like, I'm going to make this prediction, even though I'm really bad at them. I don't think we're getting, like, that background story like we're used to. I think it's going to start out, like, yes, they're going to mention his parents' death. Like, maybe that's going to be kind of, like, part of it but i don't think we're gonna get like the first 30 minutes of young not, bruce wayne seeing him we're not we're that's not good getting, it's not an origin story we're not gonna get an and origin that's what, story and that's what you and i have been Which saying we're like we don't yeah. need another one we yeah. the, all we want is like it's gonna go straight into like obviously they'll probably talk about his parents a little bit and like all that stuff but i don't it's not gonna be like flashback flashback and I, that's something i was watching during justice like batman versus superman the other night and I was like, okay, but, like, I'm already bored because I've already known the story for, like, decades. Yeah. Um, but that's my intake on Matt Reeves. I think he is going to be phenomenal. Um, and I even shared on Facebook that it's my most anticipated film of 2021 at this point. And I told my sister, I straight up said, 
it's going to be the film of the year. I think that's the most anticipated film right now. And I'll fight to the death on that one. But I definitely think it's going to be... Because um, the trailer was amazing. That trailer, dude. Alright, backstory. So, the trailer comes out. Zach immediately calls me. And we both fangirled out. Like, I, that's the first time, honestly. We'll go in depth on the trailer. But reaction-wise probably one of the best trailers I've ever seen in my life and no, I'm not just saying that because it's Robert Pattinson but like it, it, it gave little to nothing like it, it like shows stuff but like it leaves you wanting more like I've never it's probably my top three trailers um just like this vague storyline behind it like you get like three voices or four voices but like Oh my god, seeing Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. It's like he was born to play that. Um, oh, Alright, what what do you want to talk about the trailer? Because I, I could literally go to town for this. Just go off. I, I have no okay. words right now because I've, I've watched it four times already. Oh yeah. I'm um, going to watch it again within the next half an hour. <laughs> like I watched it... <laughs> I watched it twice after we got off the phone. Like, I rewatched it because I didn't realize in the beginning. Because, like, when I first watch something, I watch it. Like, I don't, like, I don't write notes. I don't do anything. I just watch it to be entertained. And then the second and third and fourth time I watched it, I was, like, noticing more and more things. So, like, the first time I watched it, like, the beginning, you hear ripping. And at first I thought it was, like, the WB logo ripping away and going to the DC logo and then finally the second time I watched it I was like oh my god that's the that's the Riddler taping up someone's face so I was like holy shit and then the way they introduced Batman oh my god like that gave me chills because it wasn't like you were you were expecting it but you weren't because like you see the boots and then he pops up and then it's not like this whole like dramatic flair it's kind of just like a camera pan up to him and you can tell like Gordon is kind of already like he kind of know doesn't know Batman but he's like it, it felt like he was used to him like he's mm-hmm. like okay this guy is like helping so like yeah but the way the like my favorite part of the trailer and I know we both freaked out about this was um one of the guys going up to Batman and then like all of a sudden he like the music stops and Batman just starts beating him up and he like I I I literally yelled I was like I was like shit all right all right I I, gasped I like I froze up I froze up in that scene yeah hey who are you supposed to be I was like like, and then and then not even a nanosecond later, it's, I am vengeance, and I lost he it. beat his face to oh a pulp. Oh, my God. And then goes, he's like, who are you? I am vengeance. And that was everything I needed in life, was that moment. And because it was nice homage, to not hear him say. It's the homage it's ni- to the old, yes. old animation. It's also, like... Th- you know, I am Batman has now become such a such a meme that I I knew that if he said I am Batman, I was gonna be like, alright, I'm done. So I'm glad but it no, wasn't. No, the that. fact that he said this. The fact that he says I'm was vengeance, like, I was like, oh, I was okay, happy. this is different. 
The Batmobile see, looks like, crazy the, oh, cool. Yes. I'm so glad it's like a regular car with like. I had to go back. The second it. time I watched it, I noticed it more because when they had said it, I was like, okay, I didn't notice a couple things, so I'm going to go back. And I noticed that. And then I noticed fucking. Um, oh my God, I'm cursing so much this episode. But I noticed uh, Colin Farrell was the biggest, one of the biggest Colin talks. Probably Farrell's the second biggest talk. Is going to be. The craziest thing of 2021 when this film Bro, comes they're out. already Oscar noms. There's Oscar buzz for around his already. Pro- for makeup. Yes. Already. And there's it's- already Oscar buzz around for the Batman in general. There's Oscar buzz around Robert Pattinson. And all I have to say is, I have to say, screw all the haters of Robert Pattinson over the past 10 years because this is this is his time to shine. And I am like... I'm- he he could have he he's been in the running for a long time. I mean his his indie products have like, been good, but he hasn't been given the proper sh- like the proper shine up until literally the last couple years. But and I wouldn't even just say that. I'd also say that his growth as an actor is the reason yes. why now it's all come together because he's tried everything. He's been there doing was, everything, and it's not even it's not even that. It's the fact that. Everyone. If, if my child fails, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, it, it's more of the fact that everyone was hating on the fact that Robert, because there was like two other casting leads too in this, from what I remember. I think Nicholas Holt was brought in, and it was between him and Robert Pattinson and somebody else, and it went to Rob. And everybody was hating on it on Twitter. And I, like, kept saying, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I love this. I think he's going to do amazing. And everybody was, like, indecisive until they saw this trailer and until they saw it, like, the stills. And everyone's like, oh, wait. He's going to be good. So I just think when it comes to certain casting, we shouldn't jump we shouldn't jump to conclusions so fast because I'm just saying I've been a Robert Pattinson fan since like 2008 and 2006. So I am very excited. I see the judgy look. Well, cause, cause I, I like as much as I like Robert Pattinson, it's not even about him. It's this whole cast ensemble that is interesting. It's him. It's, it's Zoe Kravitz's Selena Kyle, the cat, Catwoman, who oh my god, she was her look ass the whole yes, time, and I like was. how her look is still beginning stages. It's not yes. fully fleshed out, and I even like the fact that the ski mask on her face, the ends of it are like pointed down like a cat. I thought that was mwah, chef's kiss. It was beautiful. Um, I, Colin, we talked about Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's face is crazy. I like the new look for the Riddler because I think you know. The last time we saw the Riddler was Jim Carrey in 1980-something, I want to say. 19, yeah, 1990. he had that crazy, so like, had that crazy. look. And as much as the Riddler's kind of looks crazy, I think it's this idea of someone who's just smarter than the Batman we need to have. So, I But love again, that these characters idea. are all starting out. Like, these are yeah. all the ones who are, like, they're all in their, like, couple years. So, I think it's going to be refreshing because we're going to see, like, these amateur villains and yeah. and Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne okay starting out like maybe we'll see like he's gonna screw up he's gonna be like I, I like that we heard Andy Serakis's is that correct Serakis yeah Serakis I like that we heard his voice um I'm gu- I'm glad we didn't see him yet I I think that's gonna be for like it's obviously gonna be for a later time um I like that we didn't see him as Alfred yet but I like that we heard him I like that we didn't hear much of 
Robert Pattinson. I like that we just heard him say I am vengeance and we saw him we saw him like here and there. But I think the trailer, like the trailer blew everyone away and yeah. I was still talking about it to people. I texted like five people and I said, You guys have to go watch this trailer because this is what twenty twenty one is gonna be about. It's it's beautifully made. The music works so well. Nirvana. I learned amazing. it was a Nirvana song. It's it's perfect. It's such a well rounded trailer. It gives you everything, but it doesn't give you too much. It, it makes you excited to see the film. Um, but man, Colin Farrell is completely unrecognizable, and I'm so excited to see what he does as as Penguin because. That's a character that we haven't seen in a long time and one that hasn't had. A I think lot it's gonna be refreshing. Him and uh, Riddler will be very refreshing for like this whole a bunch thing's of fans. gonna be refreshing because yes. it's giving a new lease on life to a lot of these characters that although we know and love, we just haven't seen a very serious take on them. They've been so comical in the past, specifically more of the Tim Burton movies. But I'm excited to see them kind of grounded more in a realism and I'm very interested to see how what happens out of this film. Because at the end of the film, we hear the Riddler say the Batman, you're a part of this too. And Batman oh, at the goes, end of the trailer. Yeah. And goes, how am I a part of it? And then Riddler goes, you'll see. And then Oh my god, is that what the, is that the voices that you hear? Yeah. Like when like Ro- when Robert Pattinson is staring at the TV. I did not, okay, so I have to go back and rewatch because so, I didn't, so I didn't what, recognize that. What we, what fans and I'm also theorizing is that we'll see the Court of Owls. So that's like a crime syndicate with the corruption in Gotham. And it also happens that Bruce Wayne's parents are a part of it. Because in the beginning you get that card and then the card has an owl on it. And, um, like Gordon says, who? And then... Um, <laughs> like an owl, who? Yeah. So we'll get that. And then it'll be Bruce dealing with the fact that his parents were involved in the corruption of Gotham City that he's trying to clean up and realizing that he's also a part of it too. And I think that's such an interesting take with a man who's still... Who's starting out, who's figuring out himself as the Batman... I hope it goes down that route. I think it's going to, but it's super exciting to see where it's going. And again, I'm loving the fact that it's got nothing to do with anything else. It is what it is. It's in a silo by itself. And I think that's just so amazing. And I love the trailer so much. I bought a shirt right off rip. I re- it's coming. It'll be here in a couple of weeks. I'm so excited. Which one did you buy? Uh, and... I'm very excited for this this film to come out. Which one did you get? The white or the black one? Black one. I want to order one. I'm so excited for this movie. I I am too. I honestly, I when I shared it, had a couple people tell me on Facebook that they want to see it with me. Like they're like, "We seen it together." And I like, in my head I'm like, "Damn, I'm going to have to get a group together to go see this because this is going to be one of my films next year that I'm not going to let anyone talk to me." During the film, I'm, so I'm gonna be excited. making those little comments too, and I'm gonna be like, Zach, Zach, shit. <laughs> I think honestly, and I've said this before, I think the way that this film's going, we're gonna get an amazing trilogy. I feel like it's, I'm not gonna compare it to the Batman Begins trilogy because, I mean, that's its own thing. It, it, it was phenomenal. 
But I think this is going to be another trilogy that everyone talks about, that everyone's going to be excited to see. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's anything like the trailer, like the trailer was crazy, crazy stupid, like amazing. Like there's people, like the memes out of it, oh my God, they're funny as hell. The memes, the gifts, the, (laughs) The memes are comparing them to Twilight, and I, oh my God. I think this... This role is going to prove, like, I mean, he has done other films. Like, his films are amazing. I've heard nothing but great things. But I definitely think, like, everyone's just going to start calling him Batman. Well, I mean, that's what happens. But I, I, I I think that, like you say, just he hasn't been given a fair shot. And no. a lot of people have ignored his stuff. But and I think this will really, like, show his acting chops. Like, Well, yeah, but that's what you get the opportunity with a director who wants to a, show yes. more of the character. Who's, and, and again, it, it also seems like it's an equal balance between Bruce and Batman, rather than it just being solely about Batman. So I'm also interested to see how that evolves, because... We haven't intri- had that opportunity yeah. to see more about Batman, but I'm interested to see like what attract did it did Matt Reeves in the interview talk about like what attracted him to Robert Pattinson in the role? Well, he's also he's seen Robert Pattinson's work throughout, and he yeah. felt like based on his work and the current stage that Robert Pattinson's in, that he just meshed well with the character. He needed a character uh, needed an actor to bring that kind of gravity to the role and the then brooding. finding out that Robert Pattinson is also a Batman fan and wants to do right by the role they just felt it was like a perfect mesh for them to get together honestly and make like this film. it's it's gonna be a crazy crazy 2021 and like just an amazing film like I, I honestly like I, I'll never stop raving about that trailer like I can't wait till we get like official 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 trailer but again he made that from 25% of the 25%, movie. 25%. I know. Imagine what we're going to get when so 100% that's, of it's done. So that's why it's crazy. It's like you wouldn't expect that kind of trailer <laughs> the, from the amount of footage he has. The way he introduced it, though, and like, and then we can move on if you want, but like the way he introduced it was just so funny to me because he says, he goes, I know what you all want. Like He goes, we only have 25%, so this is what you get. So this is what I have for you. And then... And then everyone's like, that's 25%? <laughs> like, that's crazy. So I think, like, he got a lot done. Like, we Again, honestly don't but know. It's, it's also, it depends on how they were filming because they could have been yeah. filming out of sequence. So it means you've oh, got yeah. an expansive amount of footage from different places. But again, oh, definitely. it's the way it's edited together. That's what makes it yeah. amazing. It's just the way it's edited together really pushes the but boundaries. But again, just like... Just wait until we get that official trailer next year where it's a hundred percent done. He has it all edited together and he can give us like oh, the full yeah. experience. I, I mean, I it's just again I could go on and on for hours about this trailer, but um I just I I think it's gonna be great. Um So what did you think of fandom? In all? Yeah, the whole thing. I I think it's like you said. I, I absolutely 100% agree. I think it's going to change the way that they do things. Um, oh, back to my original um, statement from earlier. 
I was surprisingly a huge, huge fan of this. And it was something I said on Saturday too. I think this is going to change the way they do things. Um, the 30 minutes that we got for each of them, like 15 to 30 minutes, depending on what it was or how long they were given, um, or how long they needed. I think it was absolutely perfect. Um, I, I've said it to people in the past. I think that the hour long we get in hall H for any, for like DC and all that. Um, I just think that they're going to be like, okay, you know what? This is better. Let's do it this way. Um, because when you have it in Comic-Con or any kind of, like, panel like that, you're allowing, like, 20 to 30 fans to get and stand in front of a mic, and you're allowing them, like, each their, like, allotted 20-second time to, like, ask the question. And instead of, like, they could ask, like, speci- like the same actor specifically, like, they could ask Gal Gadot the same, like, they could just be asking Gal Gadot questions, and they don't give other stars a chance. But with this one, every single person got asked a question, and then they were asked a question in as a whole and they each gave like a good like 10 to 15 second answer that they kind of knew would would come up um so I really love that I really love the fact that like fans got to give each question it seemed like the actors were much more relaxed because you see them on stage and like they kind of like they don't stutter but they it just looked like they felt more comfortable in this setting yeah I think especially with Suicide Squad, there were so many of them. So, like, how at Comic-Con would you be able to ask, like, 20 of these cast members a question? So, I think in this way, it gives such a much better time period. And, like, I like that James Gunn played that game with them. Like, there's so much you can do with these panels virtually that you couldn't do in person. Mm-hmm. So, I think from I mean... I really loved it. I, I, would I, love, I would love to go to a, a real-life panel one day. Like, that's my dream. But I think this is definitely going to change the way they do things from now on. I think DC Fandom strive from this. They got so much attention. It was on TV commercials. Um, I had people asking me, like, are you going like, to do your podcast? Are you going to do this? Like, I got, like, a friend messaged me, and like I told you, I can't wait to hear what you guys think. And I, I, I just think it was such a great way to have other fans that couldn't afford or couldn't go to Comic-Con or any of those other conventions gives us a chance to be front row instead of leaving our homes Mm -hmm. and getting all dressed up. Like, we could sit in our pajamas and watch it. You know what I mean? Like, I I just think it was such a good experience. What do you think? I'm like you. I loved it. I loved the fact that I could just sit there and binge it. I thought that was great. And, like, being in my pajamas and watching it was fun as well. Um... Cheaper than flying like, out somewhere. Yeah, I like what you were saying about the fan questions because it seems like they cherry-picked the best questions because you know that, like you're saying, sometimes people ask the same question even though it's been asked before. And so you kind of get a better range of questions, but also it cuts out the time of just random question because some people just enjoy being able to ask celebrities questions rather than asking constructive questions that actually help fans out and know more you know people and like, the questions were really good yeah the questions were really like, good it wasn't just like really what nice. was what was you know what was a favorite behind the scenes thing it was like some of them were like really more in depth it was like what about your character do you love and how how do you feel like you best did that or something stuff like that so i thought that was really really good um I liked the little 
bits in between, such as like uh, Multiverse was a cool panel. Um, Beyond Batman was interesting. Some bits were stupid, like the the Play-Doh puppet show thing was the animation, the claymation bits were funny, but also kind of annoying just because I didn't feel I needed them. But one thing I have to talk about is the freaking leaks. Who's leaking this footage? I need to know. Who's leaking this footage? Because it's like, we're watching the panel for a movie, and then Twitter blows up because there's a leak. And it's just already done. And then that video gets taken down within seconds, and then we get the official trailer at DC Fandom. And then... It goes back on Twitter again. And I'm just like, who's leaking this stuff? Who is actively leaking this stuff? I don't know. But I don't know whether it's like to generate hype or because they know that a lot of people aren't watching fandom. So they're just trying to become viral as soon as possible. I don't know what it is. But it was so dumb. I think Justice League was up the longest because when you told me Batman was up, I think it was... At least two hours before. I think I just got home at like five or six. And you texted me about it. And then I went online because I hadn't heard anything. And I saw it and I was like, I didn't see it. I didn't but see it. But like someone posted it and trailer. I saw like a little embedded image. But I was like, okay, I'm waiting. Like that was the one trailer I wanted to wait to watch on the screen. Just like I didn't care. I was like, okay, let me watch it. But the leaks, oh my God. I was cracking up because like. All the bloggers on Twitter were like, bro, who has this, like, who has the control to leak it? Who's leaking this stuff? I Honestly, don't someone know. from PR messed up because I think it, it wasn't a PR stunt. I think that someone accidentally just pressed go. I also and wonder it, like, if it was scheduled. I also maybe, wonder Maybe if... Eastern time. Because a lot of films, because a lot of trailers release at a specific time. Some release. One trailer that I was waiting a long time for came out at, like, 10 a.m., and it came out, like, 15 minutes early. So it could honestly be, like, they, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to sound stupid, but maybe I mean, it was, like, I, the time difference. I purposely think HBO leaked the trailer for Justice League. But as far as the Batman, I don't know, because I didn't see it. I only saw Jeremy Conrad was freaking out about the trailer because he saw yeah. it. Yeah. And I, that's all I saw. So that was I, the biggest talk of anything was Jeremy Conrad. Everybody was like, because he freaked out on Twitter, he out and on Twitter. everyone was like, "This is about Batman." Because I think everybody didn't know what to anticipate with that trailer, and then the reaction videos I saw were crazy. It's crazy. There was nothing but positive reviews about it. Everyone was honestly every trailer that premiered, like even Suicide Squad. Like even we didn't get a, a good like a trailer but we got behind the scenes it, everyone was saying nothing but positive reviews about yeah. every DC thing that came out also honorable mention to the video games the video games look fantastic I'm already planning my purchases right now I'll I admit I, I so saw good. one of them I saw the last one the heart, the Justice League Kill, the Justice, Kill the, League. the Justice League Suicide Squad yeah that game looks amazing Gotham Knights is going to be a lot of fun to play and then also we've, I know this has happened before, but we forgot to talk about it, but Taika Waititi was cast in the Suicide Squad, but we don't know who he's playing. So Rumor is... Rumor is it's King, King Shark. Shark. 
but which he we, always plays, which is so funny because he always plays a CGI character. He always voices somebody. Well, he's, he's also a director, and he doesn't want to be in front of the camera. But I, no, yeah, but I, I think, think it's. I mean, I he was he was in um, Jojo Rabbit. He was in front of the camera, but oh, true. You know, I think that's really interesting. That he's in it and doing something. Suicide Squad is a star-studded cast, honestly, because half of them, I I would say, going back to Suicide Squad, um, I was very shocked at the John Cena, Pete Davidson, because it's such a random cast, but I I guess it's going to be, like, that's what's most anticipating about it is because of how, like, how random it is, but I'm interested about it because you have... John Cena, Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, Viola Davis, um, Peter Capaldi, uh, Pete Davidson, um, and a couple others, but it's just, it's crazy. Like, I'm interested to see how they act alongside each other. I'm interested to see how, like, their chemistry is, because James Gunn was raving about the cast. So, I'm interested to see, like, how they mesh. because... You know, he has his f- familiar weapons in his brother and... Um, yes. Oh, and Sean Gunn. I can't forget about Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn and what's his name? His name is slipping from my mind. The David guy? The guy who played Star-Lord's adopted dad. Oh, oh, in, Michael Rooker. Michael yes, Rooker. Michael Rooker. He's, He's a good actor. Well. He's oh, a I can't actor. forget about Yes. But he's in this movie as well. So he had like his usual suspects. And then he also just has people that you just wouldn't expect to be. Didn't Dave and Batista want to be in it? Like he asked, I think, to be cast in the, in the Suicide probably. Squad. But I because think, with the whole firing. I think John Cena and Pete Davidson are the most interesting characters to me. I would say Pete Davidson is more... And Nathan Fillon as well. I was surprised to see Nathan Fillon. I wasn't expecting him to be involved, but I thought that was cool. That was one that I was really also... I mean, I I, I wouldn't say I was confused, but I was kind of just like taken aback Mm -hmm. by the cast when I first saw it. And the first thing I thought of was, okay, this has me intrigued. Because the first time when I saw Suicide Squad, I was like, okay, like, I'm, I'm interested. To, like, I like these people. I know these people. I'm used to them. I, I, I'm excited to see them act. But now this time around, it's kind of like, I, I don't know how some, I, some of them are new, kind of. And some of them, I'm like, okay. Like, John Cena, I don't like him as a comedian actor. But I like him in, like, Bumblebee, he was really good. Like, he needs to be in more serious roles than he does comedic for me. Well, this is why I think it's going to be interesting, because the role of Peacemaker is an interesting concept, because it's a guy making peace, no matter the the circumstances. What was that? Who's the Peacemaker? John Cena. He's he's the peacemaker. Is he? Yeah. So okay. I think it's interesting in the fact that no matter what dispute's gonna happen, he's looking to resolve the peace, and if it means killing people, he's okay with that. I think that's a, a cool place for John Cena to be, if you understand where I'm going. Yeah, um, yeah. Because he's good at serious, but in the in this in the same vein, some of those moments are gonna be funny, because. 
it's just why would you choose that option as the ultimate yeah. piece in that circumstance? Which I think he's good at. But then he's, you have Harley Quinn who doesn't give a shit. And I, she's like... But I mean, I kind of liked his performance in Trainwreck. I thought it, <laughs> I thought he was hilarious. I disagree. I really enjoyed it. I thought he was so funny. Because it was I like... I think he tried too hard. I disagree. I think it was... It was... It wasn't trying too hard. It was committed to the character. The character was absurd. Like, the things that There's the character said a- was just so stupid, but he was so serious and truthful in saying it. It was like, he genuinely believed it, that it was funny. Okay, but see, when it comes to comedy, like, I think it should just flow naturally, and it shouldn't be trying to... I feel like he tried... Like, s- certain comedic actors try too hard. Yeah. But, like, like Kate McKinnon, she's hysterical. Like, I could laugh at her all day. Yeah, she's talented. So, but, like, John Cena, like, starting off from WWE, going to comedy, like, these movies, like, I just don't buy it. Like, the I don't, Rock did I don't the know. same thing. Yeah, but The, the Rock is exactly funny to the same. me either. I don't think The Rock's funny. I, I think he's a good, serious actor, kind of, but I wouldn't, like... The Rock's like, not a serious actor. I've never seen a Rock movie that was like, oh, it's a very serious film. No. I will say he's the funniest for me in Jumanji. Like I, I'll admit, like Jack he's Black playing himself sh- in Jumanji. It's literally the <laughs> rock so being the rock in Jumanji. That's all it is. It's the not, small, the smoldering look. Like yeah, the rock being the rock. That's literally what they did. But, but all I'm saying is discussion. like, like okay, like any film, I would I. I would say the same thing. But, like, John Cena, like, I just... He's not funny for me. But, like, when I saw him in Bumblebee, I liked it. And then when I, like... I don't know. I'm gonna have... I'm not judging a book by its cover yet. I'm gonna wait until these films come out, and then I'm gonna be like, all right, what do I think? I'm just interested to see how, like... The cost is huge. (laughs) And, it's it's and, and just James trying to even see how they all get equal screen time or at least just but James Gunn even said like nobody's safe like it's the Suicide Squad for a reason like nobody nobody oh in the yeah film people is are gonna safe. die people are definitely gonna die because Suicide Squad we didn't really see that we saw was one character like he died because he was like being stupid but the Suicide Squad like honestly I don't see them really killing off Harley Quinn but who knows. I think we're going to have to wait and see because I couldn't even tell you. I think that they're going to start out strong and it's going to be like, he's like, every turn is a new twist. Mm. But any final thoughts on anything? We covered a lot of ground with DC Fandom. Now, I'm excited for part two in September. I'm hoping that's going to be amazing as well. Um... We get a shot. We get a surprise. I'm really hoping. You know what? I'm going to put it out there because I'm feeling ballsy. I'm going to say that we're going to get Man of Steel 2 news. You literally started this episode saying you weren't going to make <laughs> predictions. And by the end of the episode, you're making predictions. I don't make sense. <laughs> you think Man of Steel 2? Um, I'm going to say Green Lantern. I knew you were going to say that, and I was going to take it back and say that one instead, but I'm I was like, you know Green what? I'm going to say Green Lantern. Um, All right. So are we making an- another bet about this? Because... <laughs> Why? Why would we bet? <laughs> because bet it's more entertaining. I think it's entertaining. <laughs> okay, let's do it. 
And I just want to be gay. right for once. Okay. <laughs> All right. You have to make up a you have to make up a winner right now. Like what what does the winner get? I have no idea. There's nothing okay. I want from you besides just <laughs> the victory of knowing I won. That's that's all I care about. All right, how about bragging rights the following episode? Bragging rights how? Like, I don't know. I was going to say bragging rights, like you had to say... I don't know, you gave me a deal that was too good for the first one that I don't know what I want. Because I honestly, I genuinely thought I was going to be right. I thought I was going to win it because I had so many, like, Twitter things I saw and I was like, they're like, Eternals, August, and I was like, you know what? F it. I'm going to make a bet because I know I'm right. And that's why it's hard now. Listen, I still have seven days, Zach. I have seven. I'm saying it's hard now because now you're playing it safe. You don't want to bet that much because. All right. All right. How about this? What? I'll go the entire month of September. Without talking Marvel. Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, if I lose. <laughs> That's how confident I am. So. Fandom choose like what September twelfth or something. Um, that that's another two weeks. That's two weeks of you not talking about Marvel. That's four weeks. I went good this episode. The only thing I said was Eternals, bro. Do you know how hard it was for me not to mention time travel when we talked about it earlier? Because there were so many things I could have said about other things, I, I and I was like, take that, but, I, but I have to think of something to come because <laughs> I haven't discussed what I would do. If, uh... You can't make fun of me for Marvel. Like, you can't, you can't act. Never mind, I can't, because that's pretty no. funny when you do it. I'm trying to think. I don't, there's nothing I want. I just want to be right. <laughs> for once. Yes, <laughs> I just want the bragging rights of knowing I'm right. I don't... No, I don't... because you know what? I know as soon as September freaking 12th rolls around, they're going to do... They're literally going to announce Green Lantern, and then they're not going to... Like, Man of Steel's not going to get announced, and I already see it Well, Matt, I think, I think you have a stronger shot at Man of Steel. I will agree. No, because will the, in the that. beginning of DC fandom, they showed a Green Lantern, like revolving thing and I literally said to myself I go shit they're gonna announce it nah I still think we're more likely to get a Man of Steel than we are a Green Lantern I mean they've been hinting at it since he's I would love to see a a revisit for Green Lantern alright well what do I want if I win (laughs) that's the question what do you want cause I got what Um, I want what do you want I, I was going to say a full Marvel episode, but that I don't want that because there's only so much. I, I mean, I could talk about it on and on, but oh, no, I can't make you do that. I was going to say, I want you to buy me a Batman shirt, but <laughs> I'll think about it. That'll be a mystery. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking something along the lines of Star Wars for me, or um, no, because I don't. I don't care when you talk about Star Wars. I find or I have to do a whole episode in an American accent, or something <gasps> stupid like that. That's what I'm thinking. Can for, we? Like, if I, I lose, honestly forget you have an accent, to be honest. I think that might be. We'll think about it. We'll think it about. Has it. to be something I want. Yeah. Um. But any final thoughts? 
Nope, I'm good. Are you good? I'm never good. Just kidding. I do have to say, though, I have to bring up the Batman one more time. I just have to say that... If it's a Robin Pattinson thing, I'm going to shut you off. Just let you know this right now. (laughs) (laughs) I will will interject and end this. I honestly was going to until you said that, but no. Genuinely, um, I, I think that I, I just have to bring back up the way that Matt Reeves talked about it. Um, I'm genuinely excited. They do start production. That was what I was going to say. They start production again next month. I know a bunch of places are starting production again next month. Um, Fantastic Beast, how we talked about that. We talked about this kind of like a little recap, not a final thought, but Batman next month. Um, little Mermaid kind of started already. Jacob Tremblay, there was a picture of him doing voice work. Um... So we're getting the ball rolling, honestly. We just have to wait for theaters to open back up. But it's it's really genuinely nice to see that people are getting back to work. They're starting to film. They're starting to... Um, I see, like, I've seen pictures of behind the scenes, like Bradley Cooper's new movie. They have all face masks, face masks on. So they're taking every precaution possible. I know a bunch of productions are doing testing, like, every week to make sure the actors are okay to film. Um... So I think that it's nice seeing that everyone's starting back up. Um, I'm excited to see more interviews with Matt Reeves in the future. I think he's going... I think the more they finish, I think once they finish, he'll have so much more to say about it, so much more to say about the cast, um, the editing process. Um, Genuinely, I'm just excited to see the interviews next year, closer to August, about all the cast filming and see them together, see how their chemistry is, and I think that's very important for a produ- for any kind of film. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited. Like, DC fandom made me very excited for all these films. Yeah. It's, but, it's a very exciting time to be a DC fan right now. Honestly, I, that's kind of where I'm, 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 I've always been a DC fan, but I've never, like, been as excited as I am now, I'll mm-hmm. say. Like, I've always loved it. Superman has always been my number one favorite superhero, even as a kid. So, this is a very long recap, but <laughs> um, sorry. But all I have to say is I'm, I'm very excited for DC, and I'm happy that they're finally giving, getting a comeback, and they're finally, like, laying the ball roll. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the well, year of DC next year. That was episode 16 of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. See you guys next time. <laughs>